With the unfortunate news that the Sangossen International Musical Ice Festival 2020 would not be going ahead, we at John's Boys thought it would be a great idea to talk and reminisce about our experience last year, culminating in winning Choir of the World. Over the next hour or so, we'll be giving you a fascinating insight into the challenges, joys and laughs that we had when competing throughout the week, all from the comfort of our own homes. This is our John's Boys virtual podcast. to our John's Boys virtual podcast where in this podcast we'll be talking about our experiences one year on from winning choir of the world at Sangossin. So to join us today we've got Sam Snowden, Kai Davis, Paul Drake, Cassius Hackforth and our conductor Alid Phillips. Hi boys UK. Yeah, Hi, yeah good thanks lads. We're going to start off with life after winning Cork Cymru. So Pretty in the time we were the winners of the male voice category in Cork Cymru. So uh, just to start off a question, boys, uh, going into Llangoth and Eisteddfod in July, uh, what was your feeling winning Cork Cymru and then going into the week? The one thing I was thinking about, you know, going into Llangoth, there is a bit more of an edge for us because we live locally, don't we? So when you, there's people, the week, because we always, the male voice, our competitions are always on the Saturday, so we've had the full week. And there are members who have possibly been to a concert. There are people who have driven past the field um, to go um, to a rehearsal. So there's a lot more pressure, isn't it? When you get to that rehearsal, you, you know, you, you're really still in that mode when you're actually rehearsing. So it's, it's quite close to you, isn't it? Um, it was weird because I, I, obviously a lot of us, for example, me, Joe um, and Shay, who's also in the choir, um, went to Dennis Bran and spent seven years working at the Eisteddfod, you know, volunteering um, and seeing all the choirs. Um, and so being at home and competing at home with such like, you know, uh, with, with John's boys, um, I, I'd say that had more of an edge, more of a nervous edge for me. Um, and I was, I remember I was driving to Dinistran the morning of our first competition, my heart was beating. Um, um, so yeah, that, that, it, was, it was quite nervous for us, I'd say. I was just about to say, even then you see the field you see the signs, so it's it's a couple of weeks of build up for us, isn't it? Um, whereas possibly other choirs, or international and, and from you know Great Britain, wouldn't see that side, would they? The build up to it all. No. Yeah, and we were also being followed by the BBC as well, weren't we? Um, so the, the whole week we, that we were having interviews, and that 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 also put on the pressure, I'd say, uh, uh, in in a slight way. It was Josie Darby, wasn't it? She said, "How did it feel?" you know, like to be representing, um, you know, Wales in this massive choral festival, um, international choral festival. And, you know, and, and how did it feel? And obviously um, it was nerve wracking, but also incredibly exciting. 
It is amazing to think that people travel from all four corners of the world to perform here at Clanglocken International Ice Deadford. But for some, it's just a short drive up the road. And that is certainly the case for this male voice choir, John's Boys, who are based here at the Stute Theatre in Cross Clanelk Rigog. You might just be ready. <laughs> Ali, this is a very small choir. It is a very small choir. This is, um, well, hopefully it'll be more than us. Um, there is, cool. These are just a small selection of the choir. We haven't um, scared the others off. Well, no. yeah, it's getting close. Maybe by Friday they'll be scared. So it is an international ice Deadford. Does that mean that you guys feel like you need to up your game? To perform on that stage is just like, uh, it's, it kind of makes us think, oh, we need to, you know, give it our best, and um, we we definitely do. Like it, on that day, on the on the day, there's so much adrenaline and um, so much nerves as well, yeah. you know, because there's so many people we know, and it's kind of like we need to do this well because this is where we're from. Great to have Josie Darby interview the choir, I think, because if you think like where we've come from as a choir, our first ever major competition that she presented, and there was the big um, mess up where she couldn't say our accompanist's name properly, <laughs> so we kept having to repeat. And now here she is interviewing us when we've won the biggest yeah. thing of our career. That was quite mm. a nice circle to have, actually. You're quite keen on it to find out what the process of um, preparing for a competition and who our, our biggest uh, rivals were. I think that was the key thing, wasn't it? Just, just going, going back to um, Cor Cymru, I think that was an important stepping stone for us as a choir. Um, think, because, well... You know, I, I'm wearing a Liverpool shirt now and, and I'm a Liverpool fan, so this is something I can relate to. The, they say, don't they, um, the hardest thing that you know, a collective or be a football team or a, or a rugby team or a choir it to, is to win your first prize. Yeah, I definitely and, and, yeah. and, and once you win that first prize, it's like a, a juggernaut, isn't it? Um, mm. And... You know the hunger increases to win and to prove yourself more, and to win the the next set of um, you know prizes or accolades. Yeah. And I think that that was an important stepping stone for us. Um, yeah. I think we were obviously we, we were the the male voice choir, but I I, th I think we were we were slightly um, not disappointed, but I think the, the final. Um, didn't play play out. I think it'd be fair to say didn't play out as we'd like to have. Um, even though we, we sang well, we, we gave a good performance and we, we had mm. good feedback. You know, the, the final of Corkumbri was you know didn't quite go to plan. But we, I think that was a, a, a stepping stone, and um, I don't know, gave us yeah. a platform, didn't it, to, to go on to Clangochan to yeah. prove ourselves. I think. I think if we look at um, videos of the choir from Cord Cymru to Sangothan and then to the National I said, but I really can, you can really see the confidence and um, that, 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 that's grown throughout the choir. I honestly think that, um, that obviously winning is, it, it, it's important for your general confidence as a choir that, you can, that we can go and win things and we can go and sing well. Um, and I think as a group, we came together really well, especially um, for Fangothen, um, which was mm. one of our biggest achievements. I think as well, we could see the growth of the choir mentally after Cord Cymru. 
because um, even when we didn't win the final, I think that a couple of years ago, we might have gone, oh, we deserve to win, stupid adjudicators. How could they not see how great we were? But then actually this year, I think most of us went, Askel Geth, Kadadigion were excellent. Like if we were going to lose, like they also deserved to win. And I think that mindset that we changed, <laughs> we weren't, we, we, it wasn't like we were battling. It was like that collective music making almost we were just doing it to enjoy was a real big turning point i think for us mentally and i think you know the the south if you look at the performances um, from core cymru even the the male voice category that or the mixed voice category and that we won um we definitely as sam said um the progression in our sound it, it came it was more blended by Llangollen and we had really um, you know, familiarised ourselves with each other, I think, and we were, we grew more as a unit. Um, and I, I, th- I think it was um, telling. We, we changed our rehearsal um, schedule, didn't we? We, we? we, instead of rehearsing every month, we rehearsed every two weeks and I, th- I think that came, obviously, with, with its results. Let's bring Ali in on this. Um, Ali, what's your approach to, from winning something to going into Fangotham? What was your thinking? The big thing I think is that it's a bit like a football manager, isn't it? The pressure's on you. I think there'd be massive amount of pressure on the choir and the um, idea behind it if we hadn't won something major, especially by cold company time. You know, it takes some doing to come to rehearsal, the distance people travel, the amount of effort they put in to do a sort of model of a choir, which is different to any of the, anything else. And if you don't get success, um, people start to question why we're doing it. You know, why are we learning a piece that other choirs are not learning? Why are we doing this language when other choirs aren't doing this sort of thing? So it was, it was I think it was a lot of pressure I felt for a choir coming to achieve something. Um, and it, it could have gone two ways, you know, if we hadn't won Cold Cymru, whether we'd have ever gone to Llangoffin. Um So it's it's one of those, really. I, I think, saying that though, I think we did have, I remember sending a, one of my many messages out to you all about getting three wins, wasn't it? Um, yeah. <laughs> and doing a naked calendar if we did. Yes, yeah. <laughs> well, I, was, I was going to suggest we did it, but this, you know, it's been dodgy this year, so we've decided not to. <laughs> Uh, a code company give that, um, but give everybody a boot, isn't it, really? Yeah, uh, definitely. Everybody, everybody needs a bit of luck and everybody needs success to give that boost. And I think then people could see, um, finally have some praise that really we hadn't had for a long time off somebody external. Yeah. Uh, and it's nice to hear that, yeah. isn't it? And yeah. recognition. Um, and like, like you said, we had the final. We had a lot of work to do. Uh, between the, the semi-final and the final, didn't we? Um, and we were—we've always been like this. We were up, we were behind with my rehearsal schedule, which I think we paid off um, learning pieces for the final call company because we then used them flag off in. And I think if we that hadn't happened, we hadn't got to the final and had to have extra rehearsals, we wouldn't have been able to sing those pe- the compete in two competitions in flag off in. It's one of those, isn't it? You know, I'm very fortunate that once we've done a piece, I can practically say that's it, done then. Um, yeah, we have to go over them, but it won't be that you've forgotten everything. 
So um, I think we still had a full set to learn, didn't we? I think it was it last words of David and Surajay to learn for Klangoffin. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it's a it's a lot easier, isn't it, to go to get to a rehearsal and start working when you've you've you've, you've won something, you've achieved something. Just picking up on that uh, time space between winning Court Cymru and Llangoffin, um what do what are people thinking about um, how this choir goes about rehearsals and things like that? I remember talking to somebody at S4C. I'll let them remain nameless before um, <laughs> and they said, "What you only rehearse once every other, um, once every two weeks for this competition. You haven't got a chance. These other choirs are rehearsing twice a week." And I think externally, I think he probably had a point. But the fact that when we do rehearse, it's so clinical and allied you're so precise, you know exactly what you want from a rehearsal, that, I mean, the fact that, that our rehearsals are so accurate is testament that we don't need to do twice a week, um, because we could do twice a week and achieve nothing. I think the big one, wasn't it, that, um, from the, big, the biggie after Court Cymru was that we were in two competitions, and unless you've done it, you don't realise how challenging and demanding to um, compete in twice in one day is the open category and the male voice. It can work both ways, can't it, sort of thing. Um, but it is, you know, when you've got seven pieces to rehearse in two hours, I'll say, three hours. Max. The problem is you could have 10 hours with, after a certain point. Um, it's pointless rehearsing, isn't it? People are tired, people have, you know, losing concentration. So you can, you can have as many hours rehearsal as you want but you've still got those seven to do plus the closest the closer we get to the day you're starting to find out the competition is so people see the program we, we you know it's the first thing people look at isn't it they, right when's a when's a souvenir program out in Llangoffin right everybody goes down to get it and you can see who the adjudicators are you can see mm. who the other choirs and you can sort of think to yourself right should we be practicing more in the open because the male voice is really strong and it gets very bit mind games then isn't it so the the, the problem mm, for yeah. us even the night before, I'm not sure if you felt it, you know, seven songs to get through. Uh, three of them with um, a full um, percussion section, which we've never rehearsed with them. So you, you, know, you, you can't just do that once. Um, so that is when the pressure comes when you're doing two on the day. Yeah, and I think the whole thing with the percussion section, the night before, we were all sort of going, we can't over sing because yeah. we've got a massive comp load of competitions to do tomorrow. But you also needed to know the balance and that room downstairs in the studio, the percussion was so loud for you to hear mm. us. We had to sing probably louder than we did in Llangoffen to fill the pavilion. So <laughs> I'm not sure if you felt the same. You know, it's a really difficult thing when there's pressure on you. You, you know, it's like running and things. You're not tired, but you feel tired, and the body yeah, yeah. is preparing itself to have a big day the day after. So you don't you know, overdo it. And, and we also had the issue of that we had a prelim in the morning. What time did we start in the morning? It was something mad o'clock. Yeah. Nine o'clock. Yeah, it was early. Yeah, I so, think I left mine at about half seven to get there. <laughs> so we finished rehearsal late that night um, and then it's early morning, which... Yeah. Well, that is it because if you think about it, we never rehearse in the morning and we never have a concert in the morning. So it's a bit... It's, you know, it's different, isn't it? The body's not used to it. Yep. Yeah. 
the competition day. We woke up early and we went to Dinas Brand Hall for the prelims. Let's talk about those. How, what were our thoughts about that on the day, boys? It was stressful at Dinas Brand. It was um, very stressful. It was a weird yeah. experience, um, but, you know, worth it, obviously. I tell you what I enjoy. I, I wasn't looking forward to doing prelims, to be honest. I really wasn't. But, um, but I ended up by enjoying it because I really enjoyed being part of um, the, the rest of the choirs, the other choirs that were coming yeah. into the hall and sitting and watching them and sharing in their experience and watching. I really enjoy because you don't often get to sit in yeah. an audience and watch other choirs. And it also got a really nice feeling of the international aspect, you know, because the choirs from America and from various other places were there. And it was really, I really, really enjoyed it, you know, um, yeah. just in the audience and talking to the members of the choirs from, from around mm. the world. Yeah. And the crazy thing about that whole experience of being able to sit in, sit in amongst the choirs, I started like marking the choirs, obviously, as I think is very natural. But I was going, if that Polish choir don't win, it's a travesty. And I'm like, what they're competing against us. What am I doing? <laughs> but like, <laughs> I was so engrossed in like, how brilliant they were. To be honest, like, that's exactly what I was thinking as well. When I was not, not I wasn't marking them, but I was picking up what Kai was saying. I was thinking, oh my God, they're so good. You know, I was yeah. so impressed with yeah. some of the choirs. And I think, I can't remember which one it was, that one didn't get through to stage. And I, I kept on thinking, well, they've come all the way from, you know, wherever it was, and they haven't mm. made stage. And they should have got stage, you know. I'm not saying they were the best choir there, but they, was, they had sung really well, you know. And I, I think there's other considerations, Kai, as you were saying. It's not just about the competition. It's about celebrating singing and, and, and choral singing. And we're all there to sort of like support each other. The, the thing for me with the prelims was um, knowing full well that we had a big, it was a big repertoire for our choir to sing, huge, you know, singing two um, competitions. Um, and it was the, going to Dean Brown, obviously there was ex, you know, pupils there. So you went to a hall that you recognize and I used to work there. And it's, things are a lot easier when you recognise a place, isn't it? But it's, mm. it was gauging how much you can put in because you knew full well that you've got, you know, the, the rest of the day. Um, I think that was the, the big one, isn't it? But the interesting thing is, because you've got a prelim, you're there early, you seem to concentrate on the three pieces for the open. Um, you don't really get much chance at all, we've learned, to, to rehearse the pieces for the millwives because you're singing in the open category. Uh, yeah. Um, and if you look at the re the results, it's quite interesting, that isn't it? Uh, that, yeah. Um, but I think it was good to get on the stage and you get a feel of the place, don't you? Um, and the the biggest thing we've always had, and I know people have mentioned it, is singing things in, because because the nature of the choir that we sing a piece, um, we don't want to be sitting there for weeks on end going over things. Is singing things in? It went to our advantage actually singing the prelim. Um, yeah. The more we sang together and gel, that's what we needed. It wasn't learning the, the dots. We, you know, we, 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 yeah. we got better throughout the day, didn't we? Really, I think every performance kind of topped, yeah. topped, the, topped the, the last one um, and we sounded more combined well yeah. as a choir. And the other thing is, the interesting thing is, that you do the two adjudications after you've sung, so you've got no idea 
So you don't know yeah. no idea how you've done in the open when you get into the male voice. But I remember the one thing I remember, and this is when I think that it changed for us, was we sang in the afternoon in the open. Then when we went to a bit later on the male voice, they put the rostrum out. And I asked on the rostrum, we couldn't get on, could we? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, we couldn't. Yeah, yeah. that's a movie back. Yeah, so I went to the announcer and I told him, hey, they must have had so much because they could fit earlier on. Anyway, we <laughs> announced it that, you know, Ali's just said that they could fit on the stage in the last competition, which was only about an hour ago. Yeah. And the duties, I remember looking at educators and they were laughing and the audience laughing. And I think it just took the pressure off us a bit. You know, it was like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. and that yeah. stuff, I think all the competitions we've been on, We've, we've had that sort of, uh, you know, sort of not laid back, but sort of number one priority is to, have to enjoy it, isn't it? If you're not enjoying yourself, you're not going to do well. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, think that, I think that is something about our choir as well. We so, when, when you set up the choir and asked us to join, I know we, we originally just um, were going to celebrate the two Johns, but there was an, under, an underlying sort of um, ethos of the choir that we wanted to make it more than just a social choir. We wanted it to be a choir that was going to sing difficult pieces, a choir that would enter competitions and we would test ourselves. We, you know, we would test ourselves to see how good we could become. And I think that's been developing all the way through and the people have joined, you know, the choir and people have fallen away from the choir. It's become a stronger choir because people are just are really committed to making this a really powerful, um, musically uh, powerful choir. How did you guys feel singing in um, the male voice? Because obviously we sang, we sang the pieces, which you know, last words of David, wasn't it? And we sang Surge, Drunken Sailor, and Rondes, wasn't it? Rondes. Yeah. The interesting thing is because the you got the three adjudicators, uh, but the added pressure you've also got the composer who's adjudicator who's listening in the audience. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. yeah, exactly. And you always think to yourself, did they ask him what he thought of the piece? And he's an adjudicator and different things like that. But you know, um, he you know he would know the piece better than them. Did anybody mm. have an inkling as to how we'd done? You know, like backstage, we were listening on our phones and stuff like that. Did anybody get a feeling of we'd done well listening to those? The interesting one, and Paul and Sam picked up on this. What you find yourself doing, even me, you start asking other people what they thought because. The only they they know they heard all the choirs. Yeah. You know, you yeah. only you don't to be honest, with you, you don't realise how you sound um from where you sound. So I listen to the choirs um backstage on the on the TV screen. Yeah. You don't know how we sound on that TV screen. So you're always asking others, you know, and um you know, you're always, you know, how did it go? What did you think? Yeah, but I, but I think I remember um listening to the performances on our phones. Yeah. and backstage i thought we might be you know we yeah. might be okay here um i think we, we were all kind of dejected and deflated especially after surgery yeah. um in the in the male voice and i think that that what drove us on um to the to the core beard because um we knew that you know it didn't go exactly to plan in the in the male voice and we we knew although we, we we, we sound well, um, we could sing even better. Yeah. I think that what, you know, 
drove us to the, to the, to the next level. And you know, it was our Everest, but we, once we, you know, we, we climbed that obstacle and we you know, got over that obstacle, we knew I, that uh, we, we were in, 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 you know, we were okay. I think when we were all listening to the adjudication, I think we all probably felt the same thing's going to happen again. Yeah. A competition where we could have won, we're, just, we're not going to get it. And then that made winning so much more yeah. exciting because, yeah. because we were able to overcome what we couldn't do the year before. Also, I think there's been a relief was that because we hadn't practiced yeah. the real voice pieces at all because we've been singing in the open. Um, but then you remember, we had to go and then do the TV uh, because we met up with um, the presenter we'd seen before, didn't we? That's right. Yeah, yeah so that, that was nice because she was saying, obviously, what we've been working on and what we've been concentrating had worked because, um, and then it's the manic yeah. moment of the repertoire then for the night, which is just crazy. Winning the male voice choir competition, John's Boys. Wow, was that expected? Um, no, it wasn't. No. <laughs> well, the, the competition was so good, mm -hmm. and there's some excellent choirs um, singing to their strengths. So, um, you know, really, really pleased, delighted. And now you've got the big one to come. Choir of the World, yes, yes yeah. Yeah, no pressure. No pressure. Nice to be in there for Wales, though. It is, yes, yeah. It's a wonderful competition. Mm -hmm. Obviously, um, named the Pavarotti Trophy, which a lot of these gents behind me aspire to be opera singers, so it's uh, going to be a wonderful evening. It was a tricky one because you, I knew how good one uh, the other choirs were going to be, and I sort of was thinking what their, what their strengths were going to be was singing really challenging repertoire. Um, I knew in the back of my mind that two choirs from Wales had won it previously, and they both sung a Brian Hughes piece. Both of them had. And yeah. I knew that we had a Brian Hughes piece uh, that we sang, but I knew that we hadn't sung it so well. But I knew also that it'd been the first time, even though the two choirs had won with singing a Brian Hughes, he was adjudicator for the night, and that would have been the first. They'd, they'd sung two pieces before, but it would have been the first time a Welsh choir would have sung in Choir of the World, a Brian Hughes piece with him as adjudicator. Um, so I thought, you know what, we've, you know, we've achieved so much by singing his things. Um, it must have a positive aspect to it, mustn't it, if, if you were singing a piece by adjudicator and it's very challenging and it would have put us in the, in the same sort of category as the other choirs. That piece yeah. was, was the one, the most difficult piece that we knew. I also knew that Duncan Sailor had to go in because we were the last choir singing and I think it gets so technical these things, it's a technical night, by then people might have wanted to hear not technical things, they wanted to get away from it all and just want to see yeah. something visual. And then my last choice was thinking it was the Pavarotti Trophy, um, nobody sang opera, yeah. which, which he was... Pavarotti was Mr. Opera, wasn't he? And I thought, well, it's, we've got a piece that sings. He, he, you know, he'd been delighted to have heard a piece of opera sung, wasn't he? But you don't get any more. So I no. thought, why not finish off uh, with a piece of opera? Thank you. 
having said that, I still think in the night we sang the wrong order. If you watch the TV clip, um, <laughs> yeah. I'm convinced I yeah. turned to Glian and the percussionist, and I should have just gone like that to give the notes for Drunken Sailor, but I actually went like that, and I think Suji started. I think it was the wrong order. <laughs> My outstanding uh, memory of, of finding out we were in Choir of the World is having to unpack the drums from the car. That, that stands out for me. <laughs> We're all packed away, yeah. ready to go, but then, uh oh, no, we're in Cry of the World. Yeah, see no more. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just the fact that none of us expected it, did we? Yeah. Paul Drake, you have more body um, strength than I do. I could not have done that plan for the end. That was, oh, every time I see it, I'm just in awe. I had stomach cramps for a few days after that one. <laughs> but I realised just how big the stage was, right? The stage was enormous. And when I, when I got on and I was coming across, I thought, God, I've got to get to the other side of Ali. And I kept, because Halliday was right in front of me, and I thought, oh my God, how do I get past Halliday? How do I get to the piano? I got to the piano, touched the piano, realized it was going to move. And I thought <laughs> the piano was going to move. I thought, dear God, I'm going to bloody put the end of it, some laps, and the piano gets pushed off the stage. And I came back, and all this was screaming through my head, trying mm. to remember what's going to happen next. And I was trying to avoid you, Alid. I was trying to avoid getting blocking the choir and trying to find a space and then I was seeing people I knew in the audience in the front row and oh god I was catching their eyes you know they're all going oh my god <laughs> oh, brilliant that acting I'm not sure well if it's method acting I mean it'd be something that Stanislavski would be proud of it was uh, amazing <laughs> It was not method acting. What it is is because, as you all know, I'm a teetotaler. And so I have spent years watching people getting drunk. observational. And the most, the thing about people getting drunk is they never think they are drunk. So you have to play them like you're sober mm. because they think they're sober. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They have no idea that they're absolutely off their faces. Not, not, not at all, you know? Yeah. You know? Wow. I think what was so good about this piece was... Um, that, you know, if watching it back, you know, it's great when a choir gets the notes right and they get the acting right and the movement, but we really got like the tonality right. Like there was a real sway to it and there was a real like um, belief that, that we were on a boat and stuff like that, do you know what I mean? And I think that really brought the audience on our side from the very start, literally. The moment that we started, yeah. they started clapping. But that, oh. that made it actually, because once you, even though the stage was huge, um, the audience were right behind that straight away. They just wanted, they were so ready to enjoy themselves, weren't they? And the cheer we got at the end 
Yeah. It was un- unbelievable. Oh, it was, it was mm. unbelievable. Mm. You know? It's interesting. The, oh, the, the memories I've got of that piece was um, one that they clapped when the announcer said, we're going to sing it. That's started singing notes. I remember that. I thought, oh, that's good. The second thing I could remember was the, them starting to clap out of time. I thought, oh, this could go really bad because it always <laughs> Yeah. together and I that's the last thing we want is to be clapping and the third thing i remember paul is that me asking you to do another bow can you remember at the end and you oh, give yeah. That yeah. <laughs> and yeah, talking about yeah. things out of time i always forget whenever i go on stage that the screens that have a close-up of you conducting aren't quite in yeah, time that's it, yeah. so especially in drunken sailor it was the same in ernani when you're sort of like looking around you're not yeah. always focused on out <laughs> Yeah. And you've got an out of time conductor in the corner of your eye. <laughs> oh, that is <laughs> something else. That and yeah, it was per- it was perfect, wasn't it? Like just watching it back, like the um, the dynamics and stuff, and and even like the simplistic movements of the stomp. Um, uh, uh, you know, towards the end, brought such like an oomph to the song, um, and and like changed the direction of the piece, and that's what made it really special. Yeah. Paul, I'm not sure if I've ever told you this, but I, I, after the adjudication at backstage, um, one adjudicators asked whether you were just a professional actor. You weren't. <laughs> I just brought in to be a yeah. drunk. Oh, just a drunk. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. Just drunk yeah. Off, a drunk, a drunk <laughs> off the streets. Well, he was just passing by. Was... <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting, though, isn't it? Out of all yeah. the people who went for a drink after, all the choir, ninety-nine point nine percent, the only one that didn't go for one is the drunken sailor. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> I was, that, that was that was so. Um, I, I was annoyed that well, not annoyed. It's just one of those things. I had to come straight back for Ellen. Um, so, so I didn't even. I wasn't even in the, the hall when we, it was announced we'd won. And I, I watched it on the telly. So I was like dancing around the front room, you know, thinking, "Oh my god!" And then I really was upset. I wasn't with the lads, you know, because I had to mm. get back for Ellen. So it's it crazy. Hey, do you remember, Paul? Um, I told you, didn't I, um, before we went on um, the Core Cymru, um, oh, it'd be a laugh if you, if you gave me the, the jar that you drank oh, that's right, yeah, in, yeah. in the middle of the performance. I didn't expect that Paul would deliver on that promise. Um, <laughs> then when, when, he gave, when he gave it to me, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I had to do it. And um, I think... Um, Sam was especially um, pleased with that. <laughs> Were you, Sam? Oh, um, yeah. Well, that's what I love about your performance as the Drunken Sailor, Paul, is that in every time we've done it with you doing that, I don't think you've done the same thing. Mm. Like, no, it, exactly, it, yeah. it doesn't seem like you've gone, okay, now we'll go to stage left, now we'll go to stage right, and then I'll touch this person. Like, it just seems so spontaneous. And it, that's, I think, to be, yeah. to be honest, it, apart from the few things where I know it's the you're all going quiet and I'm trying to get to sleep or whatever. And that, where yeah. I'm going up and we go up, you know, and that sort of thing. The rest of it, I'm try, just trying to feel where the choir is and feel where the audience is and just to see what happens, you know, and try not to repeat as much as I can, you know, just to sort of make sure it works, you know. Hey, Paul, another question. You, you know the, the end bit when you're just going out and out? Obviously, you practice that, I take it. You've practiced yeah. that. Oh, I've got, I've got to try and do those to hold out, hold on to the bottle for, for a minute, you know, so, so, so I know I can do it. Because I'd imagine you've got to be very careful because what the floor's made out of, isn't it? Cause that, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, well, and the thing often stages on a slant as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fall into the audience. 
we've been uh, so yeah I mean I've tried to sort of make sure that I do you know can do it and hope and get as close down to the floor as I can because obviously when you go it's you, you, you crack your ribs you know what I mean there's nothing to stop mm. you having your ribs hitting the floor so you, mm. oh, God, you know? I, never, I never thought of that so you've got to get pretty low otherwise it's going to hurt the more you'll hurt yeah because there's nothing to stop it's just going straight onto your ribs you know mm. ah. yeah I, I, I believe it, it'd be, you know, it, it was very high risk, but I think it paid off, didn't it? Um, it was. And it, it brought so many elements, I think, of our choir generally together. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. No, it, it, was, it was fantastic. It showed, it, showed, it showed all the facets of the choir, being, being able to sing, move, sing, choreograph. I mean, that's a, that's a really difficult skill, isn't it? To, you know, a lot of choirs can sing really well, but getting a choir to move and engage and sell a song, you know, in such a way, you know, mm. it just, it, 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 that's what makes us different, I think. It's, um, but it's interesting, if you look at the history of um, the winners of Chord Company, a lot of them have one of those pieces in. Those sorts of, you know, crowd pleasers. But, but that's what people want as well, don't they? And, and you know, they, they want a variety and they want something that's an easy listen, but, a, you know, but, but shows technical skill as well, doesn't it? You know, the, the repertoire we did for the Choir of the World was just was superb. The variety was fantastic. Yeah. And even, you know, yeah. we always talk about last minute changes and having to adapt very quickly. We realized me that we'd done it in the afternoon but we'd also, because we competed in the afternoon, it was a different set list that we were doing in the night. You originally were going to come on as Ernan. You went Nani, to yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and Dolan had to take over, didn't he? Yeah. And I think that was a good, because otherwise, it, I think if you'd have come back on as somebody else, it wouldn't have worked. No, no absolutely yeah. no. not. No, no. And, 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 but it just shows you how good we've, you know, the quiet, we just asked Dolan to do it. And he did it, you know, straight away, you know, you know yeah. which is brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. I, th I think also, um, with a repertoire for Llangollen, especially Corbid, I think it struck a balance, didn't it, um, between, yes, appealing to the audience, but also, as Paul said, um, demonstrating our facets and our elements and all of the elements of our choir. Um, I, I'm reading, actually, a, a book at the moment. I, I've got it here. Um, I thought this was relevant. It's called um, "From From Good to Great to Unstoppable." It might sound precocious and might sound, you know, wishful thinking, but it, it's written by um, Tim Grover, who is um, Michael Jordan's sports psychology coach. Um, in it, he he mentions about being comfortable, about being uncomfortable. I think that's a very interesting thought, particularly with you know John Spies and Cork Cumbria. Uh, and Klangochen and the national and all stuff we've we've done. Yes, we've um, you know chose a repertoire that has showed uh, that has been challenging and and has pushed ourselves and has you know um, really I don't know showed the best of our choir, but also has struck a chord with the audience, and I think that's the. The, the most important connection. Being comfortable, but uh, being uncomfortable is exactly what our choir goes through, doesn't it, really? If you think about it, we are constantly, you know, we, we learn a piece that's very difficult, and then we, we hardly ever sing it again, you know? <laughs> 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 I mean, 
<laughs> we, we will come back to it perhaps six months later, you know, and, and we go, oh my God, I've got to relearn that one again, you know, where some choirs will keep to the same repertoire all the way through. And so you're constantly on edge trying to sort of push yourselves further, feeling, and you, exactly. I think what we've learned over the last two years or so is that we can do it as well. Hmm. That when yeah. we seek up, you know, we get all these difficult pieces, we think, oh God, I can, like the one we're doing now, the wedding, you know, we, you know, when we, when we, we know we can do it though, because we've been there before so many times, we'll know we'll get there. I mean, Alex, you, um, I think your selection timing of the programme was inspired by, um, what was it, about an hour before we went on stage? Yeah, well, if you, if you think, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, the problem is, is obviously if you've got, we go back to the day, you know, we, we were there for, you know, we must have been, you, well, you're on call, aren't you, if you think, and it wouldn't happen to a professional for over 12 hours. You know, mm. yeah. it was a long day. It was a long day, wasn't it? And then people say, "Well, you you sing and then you go off." You don't really because a you find out we were in a in the prelim, then you went down and find out when you got through, and it's a very quick. Um, everything's moving fast, isn't it? You know, and and you've got to really be on your ball because I remember doing the BBC. We, I, you know, you look at the repertoire, um, the others are singing, and. You know, I'm, I suppose we're lucky this way because all week I would be listening to the competitions of the other categories, uh, seeing who won, seeing who adjudicated and why they put them first and trying to listen to adjudication. So by the time you've sung, you've got a good understanding of what the ref's going to looking for. Mm. Sort of. Yeah. yeah. And, and also things like, you know, Cassis, you had another choir member that we were up against staying with you, didn't you? So I'd be, and you were... Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'd be yeah. sending... I'd be sending messages, you know, when they were rehearsing. Can you record them? So I'd be listening to choirs record. And, uh, <laughs> All the truth well, coming you know. out now. Yes. Spygate. You've you got to do what you've got to do. So, uh, so when it comes to picking the pieces, this is when it gets a bit tricky. And, it, um, you know, obviously we've got the two competitions. Um, and it's the, one of the, the thing is, do you think of all the rehearsals we've had before the thing which often causes the biggest worry is what we're wearing because we had two costumes in green, you know we had the nice. <laughs> and how many times that's the only thing i actually had to repeat i didn't have to repeat what what, what, what bar we did the repeat i didn't have to say you know i want the dynamic here double fold so the only thing i went over and over and over is what people were wearing and it's also tricky because you really want to, you know, the problem is, is that if you go to one competition, you've got three adjudicators. If you've got two competitions, you've sang to six. Now, when it gets to the night, uh, you've sung to half the adjudicators yeah. already, where the other choirs are only supposed to be sung to three. So they know your mm. strengths and weaknesses um, a lot better. I'm convinced spilled over to the adjudicators. You know, mm. I'm not saying it, 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 it influenced them in, in the technical 
just mm. considerations. But the fact that they were they were surrounded by people that were clapping and cheering and hooting must have had an effect on them. You know, they, you, got, you can't sort of fight against that, can you? You know, it's a pop, it's a, it's a human reaction. Yeah. And I'm sure that that was, you know, it was a massive sort of a turning point. For I mean, obviously as well on the television coverage after it was announced that we'd won, there was a comment, um, I believe, because it was all in Welsh, that um, the, adju the adjudicators had been swayed by the audience. Yes, yes. And I, I, I remember listened. like what hearing that and just going, is that really a bad thing? <laughs> like the audience know what they like they know what's enjoyable like they're not idiots like there shouldn't be this difference between this is what an adjudicator thinks and this is what the audience think absolutely like, if an audience likes something it's good I'd already come home, Sam, and I was obviously, as I said before, I'd come home to look after Ellen. And so I was watching that on the television and I was spitting feathers when he said it, you know. <laughs> I thought, what an absolute wazzock, you know. <laughs> what, what is he saying, you know. For those reasons, Sam, you know, it's, it's, it's diminishing what the audience want and what they are yeah. saying. What they're, 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 these people who go to watch Choir of the World, they're intelligent audience. They are... They are followers of choirs that they, they aren't just people off the street that just go to watch any old thing they want to see mm. what is good because they know and mm. recognize what's good you know it's crazy you guys must have been pretty tired by that point or was it just a matter of adrenaline kicking in it was oh, just... I, I never felt more energized i didn't get to sleep mm. that night for me i have remember... said it since like i didn't want to come off stage. It was the mm. best I've ever felt on stage singing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's incredible. It's interesting, wasn't it? Because I didn't feel that, obviously for me, I think there was no pressure of the winning. The only thing I was going through my mind was having to conduct Sudi. That was the only thing I was worried about. But I was remembering thinking, right, here we go. You've got to, you've got to, you know, this might chance will never, possibly never happen again. You've got to go for it, haven't you? And I think we hadn't seen any of the choirs. Uh, we've gone backstage and it's, um, if you've, Cry of the World backstage is a lot different to the normal competitions. It's very quiet, isn't it? People don't realise yeah. that. And you hear the odd clap here and there. And then it's it's electric, isn't it, when you're going on? It's dark yeah. as well. You can't see yeah. the audience. Yeah. It'll be dark. Uh, you can see Terry Waits sat on the front row. That's oh, yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I offered them a drink. <laughs> yeah. And then it's a matter of waiting then, isn't it? Because you've got the difference, the, the concerts, it's a concert, isn't it? Still going ahead. And I remember going out, I think, and people said, oh, you know, did really well. And it was some comments how, you know. Picking up on that, what was your reaction when we came off stage? How, how did we feel? I remember oh. just going absolutely nuts. Like, as in, well, there's a video actually of us, of, of, it was live on S4C and BBC uh, videos as well. And we like we just we were all just absolutely like come on like you know what i mean and we were so happy on stage i just felt i felt it like we all felt it and listening to your sound you were like this is working oh yeah it was a <laughs> i'm in awe of everyone in this choir like everyone it's just amazing right then alid what say you wow yeah what a wonderful night yes it was one heck of an experience mm -hmm. and uh, really really enjoyed it wonderful well go and relax and oh, wait go and bite your nails go and bite your nails because well, the result <laughs> is coming there was a uh, an awful lot of sense of relief there, um, especially after the male voice competition. Um, but I think, as was pointed out, I think we, we were just fully focused and relaxed and we were in the zone, um, ready to go on. And we'd, you know, fully, you know, 
can be um you know an ominous stage it, it's it's a massive stage international East Edward. but I think we fully embraced it and we we reveled in the occasion um they, they say don't they in sports competition don't let the, the occasion get to you but I think it got to us in a in a you know in a, in a positive way and I think that was delivered and that was you know instilled in our performance and, and then it, just coming off stage we were well pardon the pun you know quite over the world we were on top of the world mm-hmm. and we felt as if you know we we'd given all we've got obviously um you know it, it's adjudicators taste and whatever they think i think be... the big, sorry Kat, i think the biggie for us was um, and uh, you have to be careful how you say this. So many choirs had been where we'd been um, and tired by that night. They were tired. You could hear them. And you can totally understand. I totally get it. They've had a long day, um, the, the longest of all the days, because they've sung in the afternoon. Um, some of those choirs have not even sung that day. They've sung the day before. Then they sing in last, and it goes with the genre sometimes. I think a lot of people sometimes have, have got this idea that the male voice choir turn up. Um, sadly, they've had a cracking time in the afternoon um, yeah. on the old <laughs> um, it's true, isn't it? it is absolutely true. You can tell that over the years they've, they've boozed it and they've had a cracking day. And they've, oh, they've often done it because they've, they've thought, oh, we're not going to win anyway. Um, mm-hmm. But I think we we were all in it together, and mm. and I think from day one we all we realised that you will not get through the day unless you look after yourself and behave professionally. I hadn't really thought of that, but that's true. Having been there with the other choirs, you know, it has been a day out after you know, yeah. and it's been a day for a few few yeah. pints and people have a few pints during the yeah. day, even if you're going on in the evening. But there, there was a, we had, that's the different, again, what marks us as a, a different sort of choir. It's a very professional sort mm-hmm. of attitude for everybody. Everyone takes their own responsibility very, very seriously, don't they? You know yeah. what I mean? I remember saying to you, and it's not, it's not a nice thing to say, but I just remember saying to you, you're not going there for the day out. You live around here. You can go for a day out in Llan any day you want. You can go for a few drinks. You win there to do a job. And the job is to perform, is to be competing. Because um, yeah. a lot of time and effort has been put in. And, uh, and I was just thinking, I remember thinking, but there was no pressure, I don't think, to, to win. We were just going there to perform because I think we realised how good the other choirs were. Yeah, It was that performance, you know, that, uh, in the evening when we were just, we came off, you were asking what we felt like. I mean, I just felt, we came off thinking, whoa, we absolutely nailed that. That was, I mean, we just like, we peaked just at the right moment, mm-hmm. at the right time. It all came together. And I think we all enjoyed performing, you know, not just singing, but performance. It was a proper choir performance all yeah. the way around. What I do remember is walking on and they announced, and you got spots to, to, to stand on. And I remember going down the one and the cheer we had when they announced us was incredible because they put the lights on and when you're on stage it's like a mist in the back you know obviously and then you got the, then they announce the result and uh, you can just sort of see members of the choir jumping up and down and then when they run on oh that's amazing and now the moment you've all been waiting for who is the choir of the world 2019 Reese and this has you John Boyd <laughs>
congratulations, Chance Boys. How must you be feeling? Oh, wow, wow, wow. Absolutely <laughs> fantastic. What are you going to do with that? Oh, I'll polish it every day. <laughs> that evening I think that we had such respect for the other choirs like yeah. Ekafin is a choir we probably all know really well just due to yeah. it being another Welsh choir um, like I think a choir that if I lived in South Wales I'd want to join I had a lot of and then the um, Thai choir we'd heard in the day excellent really? like, we knew that these choirs were world-class so it was it wasn't that we didn't feel like we deserved to be up there with them it's just we respected how good they were and we weren't going to downplay that in any way. I remember Alan, you took a picture of us all sitting backstage um, just before Cry of the World. And we were all like, it was weird, you know, we were all just in our individual um, minds, you know, like thinking about like um, what we were. And I just remember being, you know, this is crazy that we're here and we're, that we're opposite. Mm -hmm. Um, I, so yeah. many incredible choirs. I do also think it wasn't just the shock, was it? How we we how we acted and how we behaved that day wasn't just out of the blue. We've been doing that for two or three years. Yeah, definitely two years. And it, you know, this was sort of being in, ingrained in us. But we finally had the opportunity to, you know, perform on the big stage. But uh, you know, going out and I'll never forget that. But also, I, I remember going backstage. You know, and I. God, it's just incredible meeting the other adjudicators. But the other thing I remember is when they announced our choir's names and he they clapped really loud for us, the audience. I turned and I saw one adjudicator going. And I thought, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> mm. yeah. Was he the one you gave the fibre to? <laughs> <laughs> so, but the other thing is you don't realise how heavy the trophy is until you try and go and lift it. <laughs> <laughs> Go, on. Go, and, go lift it now, will it? It's behind hey, you. Hey, doing the what's it called? Bench press thing with them. <laughs> Did you have an inkling that we'd won before it was said? I. Well, when they announced that um, the conductor of the Thai Choir won the conductor's prize, I thought, oh, this is, they're taking everything here. Yeah. I never thought for one minute, I thought, oh, this could be a massive disappointment night, you know, massive one. Um, but then we didn't. You did well to be there, sort of thing. But once you're there, you want more, don't you? To be better taste, taste. Yeah. But I think there'd be no, there'd be no pressure on us to win. I don't think. I don't think nobody actually mentioned the word "we're going to win." We were just saying you need to do this, you need to do that. In the rehearsals, we were still changing things up, me, and sort of fine tuning. I think for me, it was a matter of, it wasn't the, it was, yeah, we'd won, but it was more like. Life will never be the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. and the thing is, no one, no one can ever repeat what we've done because we were the first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was it like for you guys sitting in the back there? Was it nerve-wracking, or could you yeah. could you tell the audience was sort of uh, not swaying for us, but could you tell they were they enjoyed our performance? Well, I remember. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. I remember being sat. I think I was next to um, Kai. And mm. we had the mothers of the Irish um, folk dancers sat behind us. Yeah, um, So we were already engrossed in this winning feeling because they just won the international competition. And it, that was, I mean, and we were so engrossed in their performance. It was incredible. Um, they said to us, I think, that they loved our performance and they thought that we'd win it. Right. And uh, that was just sort of like, that was the first time winning had come into my mind. Yeah. And then yeah. having that from them around us and then hearing that we'd won. Mm. God, I, I just remember, I remember um, 
we just finished and we we just gone and got a pint. And I just said to my mum, you know, I was like, oh, you know, we we, we had a great done a great performance. Um, and she was like, I don't know, I think you know, you've got. A, I wouldn't doubt yourself winning. And I was like, what? And then when we got in and and uh, it got to the point before they said our name, I just remember like thinking like, okay, this this could this could maybe possibly happen. And then when it did, I just couldn't believe it. Mm. Hey, I just remembered. What about bloody doing old Lang Syne with Brian Hughes on the stage? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I remember Kai, we, we, we used to play a game, didn't we? And I always put these games in. And, and de- I was always keen, you know, we're not going to sit down like traditional choirs and sit there and just, you know, we're going to jump. And we did all these games today. I remember Tim to you, did I, Kai, say, right, let's jump mm. all the way through this. Let's jump, yeah. I, I just, I, I stood next to you, didn't I, right? And you, you had the trophy. And um, we all started, you know, doing the old Lanzine, you know, no one knew the words, obviously. So, um, and um, when it came to, oh, old lands, I just heard this voice say, jump! And we all started to jump. (laughs) And, you know, all the adjudicators, you you had, like, um, not Terry Waits, and just, just, uh, it it wasn't like, what the hell are you doing? You you just won, Mm -hmm. it was part of that atmosphere. So then I couldn't really put my finger on to be honest because it was I just some sort of then, you know ecstatic yeah. when they look back and watch things the one thing which gives me goosebumps all the time is watching the quiet members coming on stage and their reaction with each other i think mm-hmm. that just sums up what it meant to people really it's a moment that will stay with me for the for the rest of my life no doubt you know yeah. just one of yeah. the highlights one of the best days because i yeah. just i just think the work paid off you know we we've 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 experienced so many losses of you know in competitions and and then getting to to the day and just going for it and just not being nervous and just you know it it was it just it was so it was an amazing feeling and i think putting to be able to be the first welsh um male voice choir to, to actually accomplish that feat putting that against the backdrop of the backdrop of um, the overall situation of, you know, traditional male voice choirs in Wales. You know, it has waxed and waned, and it, you know, it has demised over the past few years, especially. Mm. So I think it it was profound that it was very poignant um, mm. for us to to be able to um, do it. Ready you, John Boyd. <laughs> So we've just won Choir of the World. What happens after? What doesn't happen after, I think, is an easier question. We went to the bar, didn't we, for a few drinks, and then it's um, then we head off into a very yeah. We go from, we go from the um, haven-like town of Sangoffin to the to the streets of Wrexham, don't we? Into some night nightclubs, isn't it? Was it we 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 did we we deliberately um, took the trophy to a house to make sure it's safe, didn't we? Yeah, that's yeah. it. Get the trophy home and then we can party on. I think, was it me, you and Owen, was it in a taxi? Yeah, we got a taxi, didn't we? We got a taxi, we dropped off the trophy. Um, I remember putting a take, actually I was driving the car. I remember putting the trophy in the back and I put the seatbelt around it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, incredible. Yeah. Excellent. The thing I remember then, getting out of the taxi in Wrexham. 
and there was a woman sitting on the side of the street. And uh, <laughs> I think I remember it rightly. I go, We've, we're the best choir in the world. And then she replies, oh, f*** off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should have I should have put a claim in then my con you know the contact list I had my um, um, statement in August wow I don't know what the hell I was doing that night but I tell you what, <laughs> I way too many drinks way too many it, it was deserved though Alex the weird thing is is that that when you're there you sort of sort of thinking wow what did, did that just happen did that just happen yeah and then your phone is just going crazy little messages is there people putting god yeah it the, the page completely kicked off i remember uh, uh sam your dad i think he posted a video of, of the telly of when they announced us and you know it had like twenty thousand views like it was it yeah. went absolutely madness yeah. oh. i remember being at the barber the next day and the, uh, or it was on the monday and um because i was not in a fit state to go anywhere the next day but um, and he, him just going, oh, I've heard about this choir winning this competition. And I was, I'm like, well, that was me. Like, that was just like, just a random barber in Wrexham happened to have heard. <laughs> yeah. right. I remember doing a lot of radio um, broadcasts and yeah. I also remember I went to Mexico not long after on a family holiday, and the first day that I was there. Um, I was obviously really jet-lagged and then I got a notification that you were on um, BBC Wales so I was listening to your interview on BBC Wales at five o'clock in the morning in, um, in Mexico. Wow. Funny, you know, what, this, the things you do, you know, I remember the night day after uh, my mum and dad came round and we'd ha we had our roast dinner. <laughs> we had roast dinner, right? It was Sunday and I was rough. I made roast dinner sitting at the table with a trophy in the middle next to the gravy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no way. I, I didn't, I didn't um, set a, a place for him. I didn't. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> wow. So it's been almost a year now since we competed um, in the Sangofen International Musical I Sedford, which is, you know, arguably one of the most um, significant competitions and days and experiences um, of our, as our time of, of a choir. Um, and obviously this year, sadly, the Ice Sedford has been cancelled um, due to the coronavirus. Um, but there are still many ways you can enjoy it. They've got a virtual competition where you can watch back all your favourite choirs from the past uh, 70 or so years and um, enjoy watching Choral Festival. Um, there's going to be other podcasts, hopefully, along the line. Uh, more things to talk about with this choir the adventures going into the national, I said, but after winning one of our greatest achievements, the Choir of the World, we've lots more things to talk about. So keep an eye out on our Facebook page for more podcasts like this. Mm -hmm.